What's going on, you guys? Welcome back to the Fashion Analyst Radio. I'm so happy that you guys are tuning in today. So let's get right into the topic. So H&M was in a recent episode of mine. Um, Actually, the first episode, we talked about how they were going to release a new brand for millennials. And we also spoke briefly about their... (laughs) biggest controversy which is um a sweatshirt that reads coolest monkey in the jungle but the model who wore the shirt was a little black boy and every other young model that wore the same type of sweatshirt it had of course a different print but they were all white so you know we were a little confused as to why the only black model in this category has to wear the coolest monkey in the jungle sweatshirt. So I I remember I was trolling (laughs) the H&M comments just to see what people were saying. And of course, people were outraged. And I noticed that there was this one commenter who said something on the lines of, so you guys just aren't going to apologize for this offensive hoodie. And H&M responded in a comment apologizing, but... Me personally, I didn't think that was good enough. You put this offensive sweatshirt on your website. You put it on your social media. Um, Hundreds and millions of people have viewed it. And all you can do is give a comment. Apology? Unacceptable. So The Weeknd, the singer The Weeknd, (laughs) took to Twitter when he got wind of this situation and he said he woke up this morning shocked and embarrassed by the photo. I'm deeply offended and will not be working with H&M anymore. So that was a huge hit because The Weeknd actually has a humongous following. And that can absolutely impact H&M negatively, especially because H&M has... Um, slumped more than 30% last year. Um, They had disappointing sales development in its physical stores and the analytics, the the analysts slashed their ratings in response. Uh, Some 51% of analysts now advise clients to sell their shares, the biggest proportion of negative ratings since at least nearly 2003, um, according to Bloomberg data. So H&M is hurting right now, and this controversy is is not going to help out at all. So H&M finally issued a official apology and they said we are deeply sorry that the picture was taken and we also regret the actual print therefore we have not only removed the image from our channels but also the garment from our product offered offering globally so they're taking down all of the photos and they are removing the product from their inventory which is great uh, but who who's on their marketing team all of the the the, uh, the companies that has been in the news as of late regarding insensitivity to racial issues who are who's on your marketing team who is approving these things it will take it it doesn't take a rocket scientist to see something half of these things that have been displayed in commercials 
and view it as insensitive, inappropriate, and offensive. I, for one, will volunteer my services if anyone would like to hire me to watch any advertisements and give my honest opinion as a black woman. I will absolutely do so. Alrighty, you guys, that's all the news I have for you now. I'll see you guys in a few. So Gucci is opening a fine dining restaurant. Yes, you have heard correctly. Gucci is opening up a 50-seat restaurant called Gucci Asteria in Florence. It's opening, or it opened yesterday uh, on Tuesday. And there's a three Michelin star chef. His name is Massimo Batura, who will be serving up these high-end dishes. So this isn't a foreign concept um, because days before... Tiffany's actually opened up its Blue Box Cafe in New York. So it's something that a lot of companies, high-end fashion companies, have been experimenting with. They don't really expect to receive a high revenue or a high profit with these restaurants. Honestly, it just seems like it's a marketing strategy for them. So it's a way to get more of the word out for their brand and what they have going on. So this restaurant is going to serve mainly Italian cuisines. Um, And, you know, since it's in Italy, everything is paid for in euros. So you can expect to pay 20 to 30 euros per dish. And if we convert that to US dollars, that's about 24 to 35 36 bucks um per dish so it is a bit on the pricey side if you consider appetizer entree uh dessert but you know i don't think it's too too expensive i was expecting for it to be a a lot higher honestly but um yeah so while these labels are looking to these investments for marketing rather than profits, as I just stated before, a presence in food could offer some financial returns in the long run. So if their food matches the quality of their product, then I think they may be in this for a long run because people love food just as much as they love their fashion. So hopefully it all goes well for them. Um, yeah, so there's a strategic marketing director at Prada. His name is Stefano Catino. And he quotes that, well, he says, and I quote, food is luxury as much as fashion. So him and I are seeing eye to eye. But I just thought that was a really interesting concept to open up a, a five-star restaurant <laughs> as a, or not five-star, a fine dining restaurant as a, you know, a high-end fashion brand. But who knows? That just shows you that you cannot limit yourself at all. While some people may look, think of an idea or look at your idea and scrunch up their face because it doesn't make sense, you can make it work because it's your vision and your passion. So kudos to Gucci. Hopefully, if I am ever in Florence, Italy, I will definitely make a trip <laughs> to Gucci Asteria. It's true, our beloved Birkenstocks have gotten a facelift Birkenstock and Rick Owens have teamed up um, to create a beautiful facelift for what we know as Birkenstock sandals so on March 
March 16th, Birkenstock's traveling mobile pop-up space, it's called The Box, it will set up outside of the Rick Owens store on Libera Avenue in Los Angeles. Rick Owens has reinterpreted three classic styles in four different fabrications, including felt, pony hair, and full grain leather. So, I'm very interested to see what this is going to look like because Rick Owens is so edgy, so futuristic in a sense, and Birkenstocks has always been fashionably unfashionable. So everyone wears them, everyone has a pair, but they're not the most glamorous shoe. They're more comfortable than anything. I mean, I am guilty of owning a couple pair of Birkenstocks myself. Well, not now, but I have in the past. Um, But, you know, who says fashion and comfort can't team up? You know, so I am excited to see what this collaboration will look like. And if you are in the L.A. area, definitely stop by Libera Avenue on March 16th for the Birkenstocks Traveling Mobile Pop-Up Space. So hopefully you can see some of these fabulous designs up close and personal. Um, But I have high hopes for the collaboration. So we shall see. Serena Williams is no stranger to the spotlight, nor is this tennis superstar a stranger to landing on the front pages of some very high profile fashion and sports magazines but her latest february covers shoot with vogue magazine is pretty special as a matter of fact it's extra special the tennis star mother is looking very striking in her red versace gown but she's posing with her four-month-old daughter Alexis Olympia Ohanian Jr., who is actually the publication's youngest cover star to date. And let me tell you something, mama is snatched and baby is just as cute. So I'm really excited for this. Williams took to Instagram this morning and said, when I first saw the Vogue magazine cover, it brought tears to my eyes. All Vogue covers are special, but to share this one with my daughter, Olympia Ohanian, also the youngest Vogue cover star, makes it a moment I will never forget. So you guys, make sure you check out the Vogue complete interview. Um, Of course, you can read that in the February publication, but you can also go to their website and check it out as well. Williams in this interview will open up about motherhood, marriage, and making her comeback to the arena. So I'm really excited to check that out. Uh, Also, as I just stated that she opens up about marriage, when she got married, wasn't her dress gorgeous? You guys, it was an all-white, traditional ball gown. She looked like black Cinderella. She was gorgeous. But to my surprise, her dress was designed by Alexander McQueen. Who would have thought Alexander McQueen coming out with an all-white ball gown? Now, I know if you guys are fashion enthusiasts like me, you're probably probably listening like Alexander I can't talk. Alexander McQueen is no longer here, and that's correct. A few years ago, we did lose Alexander McQueen, um, and I believe we did lose him to suicide. 
Um, but and that's very unfortunate but his name still lives through his company and the collections that his amazing team um, is still putting together but yeah so she she wore an all-white Alexander McQueen dress for her wedding and Alexander McQueen's collections are more dark more gothy in a sense there are a lot of skulls a lot of dark colors you know spikes studs that whole ordeal and the fact that it was a very clean and classic dress I was very surprised uh, in a good way though so definitely check out uh, photos of Serena Williams wedding just to take a peek at the amazing dress that she wore and uh, can we just take a moment to gag over how snatched she was her wedding was about two months after she gave birth and she looked like what baby her stomach her waist snatched okay but I guess that comes from being very active I mean you know as a tennis star you have to be active right but um, I'm so excited for this February issue of Vogue magazine kudos to Serena Williams for doing her thang thang and I look forward to reading this interview so definitely give it a check out all right you guys I'll talk to you soon